are Joe Bud from Gracia. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 28th of September, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Start this week with some protests. On Friday the 22nd, a coalition of opposition members and activists gathered in front of the parliament building to hold a peaceful against Russian agents rally and demanded the prosecution of Otar Hartskaladze, former prosecutor general with very close ties to Bidzina Ivanishvili. Accusations of Partskaladze having connections with Russian agents and with the Kremlin have surfaced after the U.S. government imposed sanctions on him for implementing policies that benefited Russia. Protests carried a banner that read, Arrest the Russian agent Otar Partskaladze, as they urged Georgian authorities to take action against those who undermine Georgia's sovereignty. Mamukam Dinaradze, leader of the Georgian Dream, or Otsneba faction, said that the law enforcement agency has already interrogated Partskaladze. Weak. On Friday the 22nd, a group of people assaulted Irakli Edzgvernadze, member of the Tbilisi City Council from the United National Movement, or Natsevi, near his home in Guldani as he returned from a council meeting. Edzgvernadze said that there was a correlation between the attack and his altercation with Otsneba member Kote Zaranadze, which took place during the council session earlier that day. Following the attack, some Natsebi leaders confronted the police in Guldani district, leading to the detention of Natsebi members Nika Melia Bachodolidze and Zvia Kuprava. Prosecutor's Office charged six people with gang violence against Edzgvernadze. Prosecutor's Office plans to request an extension of the defendant's preventive detention. Some more grim news. On Wednesday the 27th, Georgia marked the 30th anniversary of the fall of Sukhumi. The government administration has reported that they lowered the state flags on all administrative buildings in the entire territory of Georgia to honor the memory of those who died in the war in Abkhazia. War in Abkhazia between Russian-backed Abkhazian separatists and ethnic Georgians broke out in August 1992, ended in September 1993. Tens of thousands were killed and over 250,000 ethnic Georgians were forced into becoming refugees. On Thursday, the 21st, Parliament passed the Defense Code with 80 votes. One of the main components of the new law is the overhaul of compulsory military service. From 2025, all conscripts will come under the sole jurisdiction of the Ministry of Defense. Right now, conscripts serve one year as security guards at different government facilities across the country. According to the new code, the fee for postponing conscription will substantially increase, rising from 2,000 to 10,000 lotties, which is 770 to 4,000 U.S. dollars. Watchdogs criticized the new law for only allowing clergy of the Georgian Orthodox Church to defer military service, discriminating against other religions. On Thursday the 21st, despite President Zurabashvili's objection, Parliament chose Nana Khenishvili and Temuraz Khomeriki to be a part of the board of the National Bank of Georgia, or the NBG, which is Georgia's central bank. This move has sparked controversy due to its recent modification of the regulation on international sanctions enforcement. Critics argue that the appointment of Khenishvili and Khomerikia and Otsneba's amendment of the regulation aimed to shield former Prosecutor General Otkhar Partskhaladze, who is currently under U.S. sanctions, which was its intent. All international financial institutions, and most importantly, the European Union, are very concerned with the now not-at-all-independent central bank. Never in economic history has central bank takeovers by governments ended well. On Friday the 22nd, Prime Minister Kharabashvili addressed the 27th UN General Assembly's session reaffirming Georgia's commitment to the UN values despite shifting geopolitical landscape. 
He called for international involvement in the Geneva international discussions and the full implementation of the 2008 ceasefire agreement with Russia. The prime minister highlighted Georgia's economic achievements, focusing on remarkable GDP growth, which, by the way, is entirely due to Russians and has added to enormously increased rents, particularly in Tbilisi. Top rankings in the rule of law, economic freedom and safety. He talked about Georgia's Vision 2030 development strategy and about comprehensive reforms, education, social welfare, digital literacy. During his speech, Kharabashvili extended a hand of unity to Abkhazian and Ossetian communities, highlighted Georgia's EU integration efforts, and spoke about the EU Association Agreement and the visa-free regime. So yeah, a bunch of blah, blah, blah. President Zurabashvili is continuing to meet European presidents. On Monday the 25th, she visited Estonia and met with President Alar Kadis. Social media posts, the Estonian president expressed support for Georgia's European aspirations, stating that Estonia is ready to provide support and share its experience with Georgia. He said that these coming weeks were crucial for Georgia's journey towards EU candidate status. On Tuesday the 26th, President Zurabashvili met with Edgar Reykjavik's president of Latvia. She thanked her Latvian counterpart for standing with Georgia over the years and helping the country on its European path. She also announced that she would have a meeting with the president of Lithuania, Gitnas Naseda, in the coming days. On Friday the 22nd, Levan Davidashvili, Minister of Economy and Sustainable Development, stated that two bidders in the tender for the building the port of Anaklia have advanced to the proposal submission stage. A Swiss-Luxembourg company and a Chinese-Singaporean consortium both fulfilled qualification requirements, according to him. Davidashvili pointed out that no Russian companies participated in the competition. Woo-hoo. He said the state will control the port's critical infrastructure. Davidashvili did not disclose the names of the companies that passed to the next stage due to what he called confidentiality, because then people could look at up who actually owns them, since those are extremely opaque jurisdictions. Keep in mind that Bizina personally sabotaged Anaklia port while investing in Poti port several years ago. On Tuesday the 26th, Georgia enforced a ban on re-exporting EU-made cars to Russia and Belarus. Ban applies to vehicles with an energy engine capacity of more than 190 cubic centimeters. EU's 11th package of sanctions against Russia led to the introduction of this ban. Likewise, since the 1st of August, Belarus and Russia have been banned from re-exporting U.S.-made cars. Revenue Service said that Georgia will continue to take appropriate measures in line with international sanctions. On Monday the 25th, the National Statistics Office published a report on Georgia's electricity export. January-August 2023 period, Georgia sold a record high of over 1.3 megawatt hours of electricity valued at 94 million U.S. dollars. There was a 17.6 million dollar increase compared to the same period of 2022. Neighboring countries were major buyers with Turkey leading with $84 million, followed by Azerbaijan and Armenia. On Friday the 22nd, a protest rally took place near the city hall in Martvili, located in San Magrelo, but near western Imereti. Protesters demanded the suspension of construction at Baldi Canyon. They urged authorities to submit a petition to the Agency of Protected Areas, Alexandre Kurtzilava, deputy mayor, said that according to the law, they couldn't take into account the population's request. Hilarious. Rally participants organized a car procession in Martvili and nearby villages announcing large-scale protests. Canyon 350 holds a 20-year ownership of Baldi Canyon. Protesters chanted, the river belongs to the people, stop the construction, and Odavade is not for sale. In this week's show, the Frederick Ebert Stiftung study on Georgian youth, on Monday the 25th, 
Foundation published a study called Generation of Independent Georgia in Between Hopes and Uncertainty. According to the study, the majority of young people in Georgia are not interested in politics. However, individuals who have a job and those who have higher education tend to exhibit more interest in politics than those with secondary education and people who are unemployed. 20% think that Georgia has no close friends. The top countries perceived as friends are Ukraine, the U.S., and Turkey. 84% of the respondents said that Russia is the biggest threat to Georgia's statehood. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. This Rorschach Georgia update is one of several country-specific podcasts we do. We've been experimenting with some other topics. We have new shows about the Arctic, where we update you on everything north of the Arctic Circle. Arctic Update is the third of a new series, along with the Ocean Update and the Multilateral Updates. You can look for them in your podcast listening app of choice. Follow in the links in the show notes. Please tell your friends. Nachbandis! Thank you.